Now on the Terrible Warriors, we return to the long-form campaign out of our Edmonton crew, The Strange. And behind them over the past three episodes is a trail of bodies pointing right to our investigators from the estate. They've traveled all the way to Vancouver, and now we enter into a new chapter. So grab your ladle, because we're going to find out the truth behind that spiral dust trade and the forces at work behind the scenes. And by the time this hour is over, the strange will get a lot more stranger. And our investigators from the estate, they are your terrible warriors. Welcome back, listeners. I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse, and I am your GM for this evening. In this, the fourth episode of our ongoing campaign of Monty Cook's The Strain. Produced by Monty Cook Games and written by Bruce R. Cordell and Monty Cook. Wow, that guy brands himself on everything. Well... This game is amazing. I think we're having a lot of fun so far. Oh God, yes. And I'm going to introduce my players on my left. Will Mitchell. Wes Kett of the 404s. Shane Fitzgerald of Circuit 42. Cameron Dunner, Viral Outbreak Gaming. When we last left off, let's see here. Let, let me just let, let me just sum it up. Ladle, 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 ladle. Well, we we found out the power of well of Wes's entrancement ability. <laughs> Shane got himself shot. Will diagnosed a gangster's thyroid problem. <laughs> and somehow they managed to shake down a spiral dust dealer during that process and get the name of a lawyer named Kobayashi, who apparently is the supplier of spiral dust to the dealers of Vancouver. In short, we established that the pen may be mightier than the sword, but apparently the ladle is mightier than the forty-five. <laughs> There's now this is re- there are now two really really confused thugs. One of them's going to get himself checked out, and the other one is just staring at this ladle. He's like, "What the hell just happened?" Maybe he'll have a realization and be like, "I should be a sous chef." <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have changed his life forever. That drug dealer's gonna have to get new goons. <laughs> I would. What do you mean you got distracted by a fucking ladle? <laughs> wow, we're apparently hiring from like the Gotham City pool of talent now. <laughs> he was so effective with that that the ladle for a moment became the monolith from two thousand one. No, no, no. No, man, I'm going to like, make a costume and like have a ladle on it and be like, no, 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 Okay, on my recovery check when it happens, I'm getting the bullets removed from me and inserted in him. <laughs> you, you guys want to at least go and take your 10 hours so that you can make another recovery check? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, roll the dice. You will gain the benefit of Wes's singing yeah. ladle, ladle, ladle in the corner. Recover five, Will. Turns it into a lullaby. Six, Wes. That's pretty much to full. Shane can go up to eight on this roll. Shane got to eight on this roll. Shane's good to go. And Cam got four. Which is fine because Cam only spent like two. Well, I spent two twice, so I'm back to full. Excellent. I like this recovery check system. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, this is pretty handy. Well, it also helps that like I can give people plus ones, and he has an inherent plus one just because he's like, I'm a badass. Yeah, he's tough. Yeah. He's... Yeah. Oh. Just sweats out the bones. So, He's a big toughie. Okay, so basically what we found out is that we found out that this Kobayashi is the one who's uh, bringing in spiral dust. And he's a lawyer. The most dangerous yeah. of creatures. I so he at least has a public face. So maybe we can start with that. Well, let's see if our dodgy friend here knows anything about him. Would I... Make a check. Let's do that. No, I don't. No. no. Uh, I'll let you make another check, though. I'll assume you make one when you get back to the hotel, and then you'll make another one. No. Then you rolled worse! <laughs> Only slightly worse. Nope. Is the hotel still being watched? Yeah. You know what? You're pre- pretty sure. You know, I predicted this during the. Uh, after the last game that each of us is having a game breaking, shitty roll period. 
Not the GM, because I don't have to roll any dice in this game. No, you lucky bastards. Maybe yeah. that's why. It's, the, it's the, the both good and bad luck that you would normally suffer is now being spread around amongst us. Is that like the strange themes? Like, in my mind, the strangest theme is all theremins. <laughs> Even when it's talking about its fantasy setting of our done, the, the default sounds of the strange are all theremins. And every you once in a while, you're just walking along and it's like, you know what? I never realized how big theremin music was in this world. Yeah. <laughs> it eclipses the piano. <laughs> you know what? Four episodes in, and I just realized I have a theremin app on my phone. Oh. oh. Well... <sighs> Balls. <laughs> um, that burner phone. It's hard to have. use, though. So. Yep. Yeah, check it for numbers. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Okay. It uh, looks like what he was using to contact most of the dealers. Yeah, no. Doesn't have Kobayashi number in it. Uh, Does anybody want to use Google? I. You know what? I, I was just going to do that. One 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 Google CA Kobayashi lawyer. Roll it. That's what I was talking about. Let's look at. I'm lucky. I rolled a ten. Sure. You know what? I'll call it for that. Um, yep. He's. You get. Uh, there is one lawyer in Vancouver named uh, Ryu Kobayashi. Mm-hmm. He works for. He is actually one of the in-house lawyers uh, for a firm run. Uh, it's like a. The law firm is the in-house law firm for. I'm trying to find where I wrote it in my notes. Ah, okay. Uh, it's called the Lion Banking Group. They are a British investment firm. Okay. All right. You know, I I think it's safe to say now is a good time to call back to the estate. Um, right. And I'm just going to kind of randomize this. Where's the passing the D4? Selby. <laughs> Well, hopefully we use one of our phones, not... Okay. Will, roll me a d20. Oh, great. That's never going to be a fucking problem. <laughs> Seven! Okay. So anyway, sorry you were saying. Yeah, we, we should really call back to the state. Yeah, man. All right. Might as well. I've got a cell phone. I can call him. Okay, you're going to call up uh, Director Keaton? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you do the talking because you're less, you're more competent than I am. Right. Detective McCree, what's your report? We seem to have traced back the uh, spiral dust through several dealers, but they all seem to have one supplier, a Ryu Kobayashi, who is associated with the Lion Banking Group. Interesting. Go on. Uh, basically, right now we're trying to figure out our next move because now we're dealing with something far larger than we were expecting. Did you find out what happened to Walters? Yeah. Uh, s- something uh, hit him in the back of the neck, possibly uh, some uh, tech from another recursion, uh, induced a stroke, and uh, somebody pushed him off uh, in front of a skytrain. We're still looking for who did the pushing, man. Yeah, but we do know that they have some sort of recursion-based stuff that they were trying to, like, kill us with because they are trying to light the area on fire when we got into a car. Yeah, they definitely know we're here, man. Hmm. Essentially, 100%. There's no way the hotel's not, like... Whoever did this is well-equipped and made it look like an accident. All right. Well, gentlemen, there are two options. I still don't have any field teams in the area that I can deploy. You can keep looking into this, Mr. Kobayashi, and see what you can draw from there. If he's the supplier, then he's likely the connection to wherever Spiral Dust is coming from in Vancouver. Whether it's coming from another recursion or whether it's coming from out of town, that still gives us leads. Or you can come back and... It's certainly beyond the initial mandate of your mission. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, guys. I uh, I really want to know more about this stuff, right? I've been shot. Like, I, I, that's, that's, that's kind of where I stand on that. I've been shot. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm healed, but I, I was still shot. I, I don't want to get shot again. 
Don't mind him. He always whines like this when he gets shot. Shut the fuck up. You shot me once. That's why you say that. We're already and I got shot this twice lead. last night. We might as well follow it. Ooh. All right. And besides, like, these guys, they can go underground if we give them time. They already know that we're looking for them. At least somebody knows we're looking for them. All right. Do you need me to courier you over any equipment? Oh, yeah. Bulletproof vest. It's actually not a bad idea. I think I think we we should actually set up surveillance on uh, uh, Mr. Kobayashi. So, like, we've, we, any sort of sting equipment would probably be the best idea. Uh, we also want to make sure that we have something we can sweep this place with. Find out who's probably listening to us. All right. Um, I'm going to give you an address, a locker number, and the key code to get into it. There's an equipment cache just outside of downtown Vancouver, uh, towards New Westminster. It's in a place called Userve Self Storage. It's locker number three four eighty two, and he gives you a code for it. Yeah. One two take, three four. Five. Take what in, take what equipment you need from it. Fill out the inventory sheet inside. And we'll deal with the expensing of it later. Cool. And um, can I uh, maybe send you some pictures? Get like one of the, the like decryption guys. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Great. Because uh, your operative, he was from another recursion, was he not? Yes. Brandon Walters was originally a native of Rook. So we have his uh, phone and his laptop, and they're both heavily encrypted. We can't access either of them. That's not surprising. Walter's one of Walter's specializations was in cryptography. Oh, it's likely that he used some kind of rookie encrypt, uh, encryption algorithm on yeah, them. Well beyond what we can crack there. Okay. Um, do you still have the diplomatic pouch with you? Uh, yeah, we should have it yeah, right man. Okay. Put his phone and the laptop and the hard drive inside the pouch. I'll have a courier come by in ten minutes to pick them up. Okay, we're ready. And we'll get them couriered down to see down to Seattle, and we'll start looking into them. Very good, sir. Thanks, man. All right, you guys, you guys, hang in there. Yeah. Thank you, director. Okay, now somebody should sit here and do that, and the other person should probably rush to that locker because if they are listening to us, like we don't want them to get there first, you know. You go to the locker. You're the toughest. Right. I'll sit here and I'll get I'll get the diplomatic box ready for the courier. Okay, great. Um. So you guys splitting up to teams of two, basically? Yeah. yeah. So me and Trainwreck, uh, the Dr. Trainwreck over here, is going to sit around and probably do some weed and wait for the curve. Yeah, because if anyone beats down the door, he'll probably just diagnose their, uh, <laughs> their tonsillitis that they didn't realize they were developing. You, you, you just tore your ACL, man. You got you to kick higher, more towards the knob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to do uh, Shane and Cam. Uh, you guys head over to the storage locker. And it is exactly as described. You uh, once you're inside, uh, someone's actually hung a curtain up in front of the door, so that you know, just when you open the door, no one sees what's inside. You walk through it, close the door behind you, uh, pull on the light. There are several crates, and they basically just got RFID chips on them, and you've got software on your phone that's just kind of noting what's in one of them. You got a crate that's got firearms in it. Uh, mainly, you're looking at uh, a couple Glocks. Um, uh, standard, like, um, pump-action shotgun ammunition for all of them. I mean, they're not, like, great uh, firearms. Like military hardware, but, like... No, yeah. um, like, a couple combat knives, um, some throwing knives, that kind of thing. Like, right. to deal with multiple combat styles of the agents. Okay. You've got um, one that's got, like, a dozen burner phones in it. They're still in their boxes. You've got another one that's just got, like, field rations and stuff in it. Okay. You've got another one that has various bits of surveillance equipment. Most of their surveillance equipment is still in its boxes. Like, they've, they basically put them in boxes. They've got, they bought them, then just crated them up, uh, throw them packing peanuts in the crates, and then shove them in the storage unit. So you can, get, you can more or less get what you need to set up a surveillance Thing, it, I mean, it's not great equipment for it, but it's not bad for just stuff you grab on the fly. And there is also a um, there's a box that has a couple of 
like saran wrapped stacks of bills. Yeah, you have to you have to sign inventory on everything uh, you take out. Yeah, they're keeping track of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Don't want expense reports. Right. Yeah. So why do you want a thousand dollar bills? Strippers, duh. <laughs> but this is basically an emergency cash for agents that are in town that need equipment on the fly. Yeah, you don't want to take more than you need. Right. Yeah. But still, you, I mean, you come out of it, you've got a decent amount of equipment on you. Yeah. And for you guys, you set everything up in the diplomatic pouch, you seal it. Yeah. You uh, wait in the lobby. Courier comes by. Uh, he flashes you whatever your, uh, you know, identifying sign. Yeah. You know, like, Rising Butterfly, you know, fictional characters, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> and you pass him the pouch. She nods, um, writes you a receipt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, runs outside, gets on a motorcycle. He has uh, just basically idling. Yeah, yeah, and hits the road. Cool. Okay, just like watch him go down the block and like make sure he doesn't get t boned. Nope. <laughs> All right, man. Mission accomplished. Yeah, guess we we have like probably about thirty minutes before the guys get back. You think what I'm thinking? Yeah, I, I totally think what you're thinking. Sweet. Uh, and yeah, Dr. Fritz will bust out a little bit of coke. <laughs> you guys come back to the room. There's feathers everywhere. They've slid open the bed. They're jumping up and down on separate sections of it. But we, and you know what? We'll, we'll use that coke energy to toss the room for bugs. Give me a pair of rolls. <laughs> Three. How's an 11? You do not find any bugs. Okay, so then we are then jumping up and down on the mattress, having not found any bugs. Yeah. We can make noise! <laughs> Hitting each other with pillows and... Invite one of the maids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I totally try and sweet talk one of the maids in there. Give me a roll. Oh, five. Nope, that doesn't work. No, no. Yeah. I, I clean more rooms. No, no, no. <laughs> you can't blow on my branch. <laughs> I, I, I need clean more rooms. Yeah, you got a job to do. Yep. So Every maid who shows up in fiction, for some reason, just, just becomes the cleaning lady from Family Guy. <laughs> you need more lemon pledge. Yeah. <laughs> Doggy, go outside. <laughs> so we basically come back to these two jumping on the bed, coked out of their minds. I just look at... I just look at Cage and just go, oh, let me guess. You were going to bake a cake and things got crazy. No! Uh, no, no, I gave him coke, man. Yeah, this guy didn't mess up. <laughs> at least he's honest about it. <laughs> no, 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 man. It was great. It was great. He's like, hey, man. Don't you? We, 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 he was like, hey, let's do an eight ball of coke. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. We did an eight ball of coke. I'm like, hey, man, let's do an eight ball of coke. Yeah, that sounded great. And then we looked for bugs. Didn't find any bugs, man. Yeah. And as soon as he says bugs, I just slap him in the face. Uh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Ladle! <laughs> ladle! Oh, the ladle! It's become my catchphrase! So I imagine when I went to my co-feud rent, I, like, enthralled him so he had to listen to the end of it. So I'm guessing from your extracurricular activities that the courier picked up the stuff. Yeah, man, didn't we get T-boned in the block? Oh, fantastic. We got a receipt. Check it out. Oh, things are looking up. All right. So we uh, basically... Got gear? We got the stuff. Not that stuff. No, you no, already have that no, stuff. I, I know you, dude. We got you, you're like a straight shooter, so, man. Um, so we've got the surveillance equipment. We start. Cam, yeah. give me a roll. Uh, two. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> roll it on the book. It keeps hitting the edge of the Roll book. it on the book. There you go. (laughs) I have pertinent information that I really want to give you guys, but you you do have to kind of notice things for it. You're very welcome. Um, (laughs) So as you're coming back, you get a call from uh, Teller at the morgue. What the fuck did you guys do? Uh, It wasn't me. Okay, because I've got six dead bodies here. Sorry, five dead bodies here. That are connected. Okay. That, that are all known dust dealers. And they're all showing similar signs to the guy that you checked out, and then your buddy slid his neck open. Um. Can I just hang up? <laughs> You're like, oh, click. <laughs> Is that the pizza? Uh, there's Is no the pizza. 
We should but order we pizza have a, and a hooker. <laughs> we have a problem. Yeah, there's no pizza. We'll get pizza on the way, Can we get but we need to go back to the morgue. All right. There, neither of those things. Well, there's dead hookers in the morgue, but that's that's neither here nor there. I mean, it's Vancouver after all. Oh, dark. <laughs> Sorry, wow, Vancouver. okay, that's actually really dark. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Darkest sketch. Darkest sketch. Darkest sketch. <laughs> so, you, you go back to the morgue? Well, I'll try and get these okay. two in the car. <laughs> oh, we're going back to the morgue. That's the playground for Dr. Fritz. He's all over that. Man, last time I was there, I threw up. Well, yeah, man. But and, uh, I'm and I guess we get pizza. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> God, it's like dealing with toddlers. <laughs> Just tell her let us in. Uh, it's still the middle of the night. Yes. Great. Uh, let's do a forensics check on these guys, right? Yep. Well, you recognize that one. Oh. You got shot by her last yeah. night. Yeah. I was hoping we did. Kind of have mixed feelings about that. Finally, fourteen forensics. Oh, thank. Jeebus. Finally. The trick was the cocaine and the pizza. <laughs> I mean, they, they all died by different means. Oh, interesting. Um, one of them got fished out of the bay. Mm-hmm. One of them got hit by a car. Another one fell off a balcony. Etc. Onto some bullets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Five stories down, onto some bullets. Yeah, none of them did any of them have uh, signs of stroke. Any of them have yes. the thing on the neck. Yep. Great. Mind you, they all took head trauma, but you know what you're looking for. I know for. what I'm looking for. Yeah. Okay, so they all got neck thinged. Well, not neck thinged. I mean, you you find the mark on a cut on different parts of their bodies. Okay, but they've all been bit by whatever this is. Well, well, assuming Shot. it's a, a yeah, uh, some some sort of hypospray. Frog monster tongue, God only knows what. I don't know how this became a frog monster tongue, but okay. I mean, something wet touched the back of his neck and forced something through his skin. Who knows what it could be? But yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Um, so they've all been hit by this thing. They all show signs that it screwed their brains up prior to their death, and then they were disposed of in a way that made it look like that's what killed them. Right. Great. Um, can I get a sample of this shit this time? That's the real question. Well, you did grab a sample of the clot last time, but... Um, oh, you I want to want... see if there's residue? Yeah. I'm okay, for... give me a roll. Yeah, I'm looking for actual residue. Uh, nope. Not on the first Not guy. The Remember, there's... you have five bodies. Now, I've seen him do this before. So I'm like, hey, man, oh, you can... No, nope, bro. That's two threes in a row. Uh, <laughs> Let's make it three. Uh, there we go. 15. Keep rolling. Um, and a seven. Last one, four. Oh, my God. Huh? That was legitimately terrible. Yeah, it was legitimately terrible. <laughs> I'll give you the 15, though. Excellent. So I got one sample out of all yeah, those. Yeah, uh, you scrape a residue. It almost looks like um, like a plastic or a rubber. Interesting. Okay, so... Like a really thin layer of it. Yeah, some sort of, like, nanoplastic. Okay, yeah. um, so we'll get a sample of that, because evidence, that's our job. Um, eating pizza the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Like the corner with the sandwich over the body. Exactly. Uh, Man, it appears this this uh, woman died from uh, excess of tomatoes and mustard. <laughs> Are you referencing the coroner from Ripper? Uh, very possibly. Yeah, yeah well, it's, a, it's a trope in general. Yeah. The eating around the body. Yeah. Well, that's just the one that I instantly remember because I loved Spoonie's uh, last play of Ripper. Gone in 60 seconds. Uh, Sphinx was a, one, of the, one of the guys. And he, he was a coroner. He puts his sandwich down on the open cadaver to answer the phone. Oh! Um, so time of death on these guys? Uh, sorry, so time of death. Yeah, they died probably within a couple hours of each other. Okay. Um, and uh, what's-her-name probably died about an hour or so after we left. Pretty summer. much. Great. Yeah, I think it's time to play. Mis- uh, talk to Mister Kobayashi. So I think based on that, we know who's been watching us. Yeah. yeah. Um, do these guys have any personal effects? Oh yeah. Okay, go through the personal effects. Anything interesting? Uh, they all have smartphones. They all have really nice smartphones. They all have really nice Rukian smartphones. Looks like it might be. Hmm. Interesting. Evidence. 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 <laughs> yep. Um, they all have. Fairly large amounts of money, etc., etc. A couple of them have weapons. Well, they all have weapons of various sorts. It's um, like, have they been used? Like, no. Okay. 
Um, um, Linda Shaw did have GSR on, did have yeah, gunpowder burns on her hands and GSR on her shirt, but no gun was found on her. Yeah, suspicious. <laughs> Except we know who that was. Yeah. So um, they're all rookie and cell phones? Yeah. Well, they're all at least encrypted. They at least have the same encryption, yeah. Check the, they're, they're normal though, right? They're all normal. Yeah. Why would their cell phones be encrypted in Rukian? Well, because they're getting provided it by Kobayashi. Which means he's from... Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, he's getting the magic powder, right? Yeah. Um, I think this might be a good time to have a little seizure. Um, <laughs> so let's that's have a conversation about our favorite wow. uh, drug dealer who... Like Grand yep. Mall or like a little lower? Oh, no, man. I got way too much cheese. Oh, yeah. That totally legit, Petite Mall. That, that legit sounded like something Christopher Walken would say in the dead zone. <laughs> now might be a good time to have a seizure. <laughs> um, yeah. oh, I guess I don't need to roll. I just spend it and it happens. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. What can we learn about... Uh, what's her name? Linda Shaw. Linda Shaw. Okay, uh, eyes eyes blaze over, roll up, you have your little, little seizure moment, uh, and in shadows, um, she's standing uh, by the seawall, Okay, uh, the tide is in, and she's arguing with someone who you can't quite see, and, you know, she's saying, like, this is, uh, you know, like, they, they fucking rattled me, like, I... I, I didn't tell him anything. I totally didn't tell him anything, but I wanted to tell you because, you know, they got, they got to me, which means they figured things out. And, and, I mean, if they figured out... And then she's like, wait a minute, you're not. And then you hear a very cultured English voice say, No, madam, I am not. And then you hear a puff, and you you get that from her perspective, that kind of wet feeling. Yeah. Um, it actually just hits her on her bare arm. Yeah. And then she stumbles, and a dark shape that looks like it might be a cane or something comes out and pokes her, and she tumbles off, falls off the seawall, cracks her head on a rock, and falls into the bay. So I I assume that Dr. Fritz wakes up on the floor. Sure. That's a traumatic thing to go through. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Spliff. Spliff, we're in a morgue right now. Uh, yeah? What, they're not going to get cancer? <laughs> cool, I have a green card. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. This is medicinal, dude. I just fell off a seawall. <laughs> so yeah, light, lights up to take the edge off. Okay, so dig this. Our friend here, the dearly departed, she thought she was meeting... Somebody, I'm gonna guess Kobayashi. She was talking about how we'd rattle her, but somebody, some dude with like a really like posh English accent, like we're talking like Eaton here. He's not some friggin' like football hooligan. He uh, he meets her. Uh, she's talking about how they're rattled. She realizes it's not who she's meaning to talk to. Uh, some sort of like air powered something uh, hits her with that thing that gives her a stroke. And then, uh, yeah, it was a really bad one, man. It was, like, way high up. Her broker's area went first. She was having a hard time with language on the signs around. I couldn't understand anything. Uh, lost her balance, and then he pushed her with something. She fell off the seawall and died. <sighs> Tok Tok pass, Matt. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, that's good stuff. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, so maybe, maybe Kobe Ashy doesn't know yet. Maybe Kobayashi's already been killed by these guys. Um, when did she got pushed? Like, did she get launched? Did this nope. poke? Okay, it was just like a gentle tap, not a. Oh yeah, no, no. This is, this was totally. She starts losing her balance and then just poke. Yeah, just that little push. Wow. Okay. So it's, it's not the thing that put the big impact no. on Walter. No. Okay. No. So uh, yeah. Uh. Oh, we we're uh, we're getting into deep waters here, guys. I think it's time to just go and straight up have a conversation with Mister uh, Kobayashi. Assuming it's still Mister Kobayashi to talk to. Why do you think there's no Kobayashi? Well, I mean, he's. She thought he was. She was talking to presumably him. If my assumption is correct, somebody else intercepted. Right? Now, wait a second. 
Didn't she mention that she doesn't deal directly with Kobayashi? She deals with the contact? No, she deals with Kobayashi. Oh, she does. He she, is the contact. Yeah, he is the contact. He's the one that... Basically, she he contacts her to tell her when he has new product in. They meet. He gives her the product. Ah, and then she gives okay. him all... He get, She gives him his cut of the profits. And so she was in... We were asking about... She gave out his information. So if she's going to go be like, I didn't tell them anything... That's who she's going to talk to, right? Okay. That's why all, all, the, all the dealers are now dead. Exactly. The good news is, these are all the known dealers of this stuff for the time being. So we've temporarily stopped the sale of this stuff. Small victory, I guess. Yeah. So Kobayashi could just be like a cover or a code name or something. Could be, or it could be a guy that they got rid of. They oh, just killed these wait, people. Guys, if they're cutting their, their, they're cutting their losses, this guy's pulling out of town. Uh, entirely possible. We gotta work work fast, man. You're right. You did a British accent, which makes me think that this this uh, banking group, we're we're on the right track here, man. Good point. <laughs> they, they don't kill a bunch of people if we're not on the right track. <laughs> Why haven't they killed us? They they they've proven that they have the ability to kill uh, kill people at will. Uh, Why? Well, maybe they're maybe they're buying their time. They're looking for another solution because they did try twice. They did try. Yeah, but they didn't use the stuff that like gives people strokes. Yeah, they, may, they they might be trying that. Might be in limited supply. Uh, maybe they don't want to bring down the rest of our colleagues. You know, maybe. Because like, with uh, present company excluded, we're not exactly heavy hitters. <laughs> yeah, but we are nuisances. We were very quickly becoming so. Ah, true, true. Well, I've always been uh, nuisance, but I mean, we all know that. Can't get you're not supposed to agree with me. <laughs> Jeez, I'm trying to make myself feel bad. It's hey, when, when you're right, you're right. Oh, say, shut the fuck up. Whatever <laughs> we point that down. I make no promises. So what are you guys going to do? Well, we're going to finish this blunt. Then. <laughs> then I think we should go find Kobayashi. That's right. Like, just straight up go trying to You're just going to go to his offices? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Cam can probably talk your way in. Cam can probably yeah. talk her way in. I mean, the other option is, I mean... We kind of got der- derailed on it, but we could still follow up whatever pushed him, right? We didn't. We never got a chance to look at the surveillance tapes from the the Skytrain station because we were going to do that, but then there was a huge car accident, and yeah. the cops were probably after us. Do you guys um, do you want to fuck with this guy a little bit? Well, yeah, I have my disguise mod, and I have this. I I, I can make myself look like her. Whoa. <laughs> uh, dude, okay. yeah, and guess what we got? A bunch of the dust. <laughs> we sell a little bit of this. It was going to get on the streets anyways. Uh, we sell a little bit of this. He knows that production's still going on. You still exist and are still selling. And we're and I'm alive. And you're alive. That'll the problem is my disguise lot only lasts for one hour. Oh, that is a problem. But what I was thinking, if we're going to go visit him, you know, Ghost to the past coming to haunt you? Yeah, you could just show up as her Yeah, at the office. Mm. That's a great idea. And besides, these were the guys who did the questioning, right? Yeah. You guys want to try that? Yeah, let's go get him hit on. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to cross-dress for this mission. <laughs> you know you don't have to for the disguise mod. Yeah, I do it anyways. <laughs> okay. she, she's the only one who's I'm a method actor, knows. okay? Okay. All right. Give me spare... She's the only one that we know for sure talks directly to Kobayashi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so we've also heard her speak, see her move. Yeah. So you're just heading to the offices of uh, the Lion Banking Group? That's right. Okay. Yeah. It's in, uh, they've taken over three floors of one of the skyscrapers downtown. Nice. They've got, you know, very posh um, design that totally doesn't look like the Royal Bank logo because, you know, when you've got lions in your name, you kind of have to be, it's like a British uh, heraldic lion. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm right. thinking? Like Stratford Oakmont mm. from uh, uh, what's the name of it? Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So like, it's a a lion with like like kind of like a, like a very eighties esque background, right? So that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah, it, it's got some funky um, design that they've done on the wall, and instead of doing it in gold, they've done it in like royal, like red and purple. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'm gonna when I get uh, I get the get there in our car, right, or yep. whatever we get there with. I'm like, all right, we have one hour to make this work. 
to, to get, get this information out of him. So we're going to end up in a fur ball, but at least we'll throw him off his game if, she, if he sees us walking in there. So I'm going to activate my disguise. Okay. Um, your disguise mod in this case will basically be a little um, hypodermic needle. Sure. And um, it hurts like a bitch. Sure. As your bio Growing boobs. Yeah. It's polyjuice potion. It yeah, it, it, yeah, it's polyjuice potion, and you've got the proper clothes for it. Yeah. And if you didn't insist on having the proper clothes for it, I would have had it be like holographic or something. Yeah. But uh, in this case, no, we'll make it like polyjuice potion. Or we just steal her actual clothes off the body. Yeah, that's what I was thinking actually. Okay, they're a little bit uh, salt drenched. Even better, because then it seems like I just crawled out of the. Uh, yeah. Oh wow! They yeah. are, that's uh, it's much more dark, much more. <laughs> okay, well you get some stairs going up the uh, the elevators. I I'm, I deliberately want to be seen on surveillance. Okay, yep. Yeah. You uh, you walk in with uh, with these two guys trailing you, mm-hmm. and with the, the doctor somewhere in the background. Yep, <laughs> scurrying about. <laughs> and, you know, you've thrown on everyone else has thrown on otherwise decent clothing. Mm-hmm. So you don't get stopped by security coming in, and mm. I, I assume Cam that you basically flim flam when they uh, when they try and stop Wes because he looks like he just crawled out of the bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you go on up, and the lady at the front desk um, looks up. It doesn't even bear. This doesn't even really look at you guys. It's just like uh, still on the phone. Uh, just a minute. Yes, uh, line banking group. Hold please. Yes, thank you. Excuse me. Uh, and she doesn't look at you. Do you have an appointment? Yes, with uh, Mr. Kobayashi. Oh, I'm sorry. It looks like Mr. Kobayashi's calendar is full for today. She'll make time for me. And I walk past her. And she looks up. Matt, miss, miss, I'm, I'm sorry. You can't go back there. I um, go wherever the hell I want after that asshole, what he did to me. Okay, and it's she's okay, like, so, and okay. she picks up the phone. She's, you want to try and uh, fast talk her? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. That's his mistress. Uh, 15, 16. Yeah, you want to use your fast talk ability? Yeah. Basically, like, don't don't pick up that phone. It's, uh... Yeah. Um... You know, it's just gonna make a bigger scene? Um, I just... Yeah, don't pick up the phone. Um... You only make things worse, basically. Okay. publicizing his indiscretions. Yeah. She puts down the phone, just kind of stares at you guys as you walk past, and you you get to Kobayashi's office. Yeah, it's probably mar- everything's marked. It's like a oh yeah, yeah, probably like Hugo Farm with like things on the outside, right? Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh no, he's got a corner office. Okay, yeah. cool. And you open the door, and he he's in there, and he's packing. He's yeah. like he's shoving documents into a shredder, alternating with shoving other documents into a suitcase. And you stop that right now. And he looks at you. Give me a roll. Okay, so um, the way the disguise mod is, I it's a minus two difficulty. Yeah, so basically you're looking at a three step, uh, negative three steps in your favor. Okay. Uh, so give me a roll. Eighteen. Yeah, I was about to say, so long as you roll anything above a five, <laughs> <laughs> that's significantly above a five. Uh, yeah, he stops. He stops and he stares at you, and he takes a step backwards. Doctor Fritz closes the door. So you think you could kill me with that damn whatever the hell you slapped me in my arm with? I didn't kill you. Hmm? You sure as hell tried. I had nothing to do with it. Then who did? Talk. I can't say. Why not? You rookie bastard. I don't know what that is. What? Okay, that's legit. I'm Japanese! Who tried to kill me? I can't say. Why not? I won't say. Why not? Because nothing you can do to me is worse than what he'll do to me. Who's he? Not going to tell you. Where are you going to go, man? Security will get here eventually. They might be too late. If you can kill... No way that you can kill me will be worse than what he'll do to me. What if we could, like, protect you, dude? (laughs) What, like you protected her? (laughs) <laughs> no, man, we didn't try to protect her. I'm alive, ain't I? You can't be alive. How? How can I... Look at me, look at me. Because he said that he killed you. Well, obviously he didn't. If he said that he killed you, then you're dead. Well, I don't know how you're standing here right now, but if he killed you, you're dead. So, my, I pull up where the, the mark was, and I've probably gone to the effort of actually having yep. the mark. I'd be like, the mark's there from where, where that thing hit me that they used to kill all the other dealers in town. Now, who's giving you the stuff? Come on, man. 
There's security cameras all over this place. They know that we were aware that I've been in here. We'll roll a d20. Mm-hmm. 17. Um, your kind of strange sense goes off. Um, just in time for you to basically shove these guys to the ground. As something whips through the window into the room. And it looks like... It looks almost like a puck with multiple lines of, like, monomolecular wire coming out of it. Mm -hmm. It smashes through the window, hits the desk, lands, and it opens up. And everything above the desk level shreds. Uh, Including Kobayashi, where it almost bisects him. Not quite... But almost, because he's already hitting the deck as well. Uh, he did? Not yet, he's not. Well, let's get him the hell out of here. <laughs> um, okay, let me, let me put it this way. Dying. He's dying, okay. Um, You're a doctor, damn it. Yeah, I'm a doctor. Uh, uh, you richer man, cover us, kill whoever fucking did You want to spend uh, effort on that one? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, because this guy... I, have I seen me. him work enough time to be like, yeah, man, save his life and give him sure. a... Sure. Yeah. I'll give, I'll give you the one-step benefit as well. All right, let's see here. Don't roll shit. 20! Oh, Fuck nice. yeah. Okay, he is dying, but just before he dies, you manage to get him revived enough, and he looks you in the eye, and he whispers something in your ear. Moriarty! And then he dies. Okay, we need to get out of here. We need to get some, some get, grab his briefcase with it, the stuff that he was trying to um, carry. The puck on the desk starts beeping. That's what I'm running, guys. Yeah, we're Just getting it. Grab the briefcase. Okay. And um, you, you book it. He's cut in half, right? Mostly Almost in half. Left. Great. As soon as he's dead, grab those legs, because that's where his wallet and like his ID <laughs> and his phone is. <laughs> Everybody make me a speed defense check. Shane, you'll get your uh, your benefit on that yeah. one, so. As we're going. Yep. Um, can I pop my reflex enhancer? Which decreases my manual dexterity difficulties by two? I will give you that for your speed defense, sure. Absolutely. So yeah, I just like <laughs> Woo! <laughs> okay, give me a roll. Uh da, da, da. yeah, this guy's been good to me. Twelve. Okay. Who rolled uh less than a ten? Okay. Uh, well, well, I rolled an eight. I'm forgetting. How oh yeah, and you got your uh, your benefits. You're okay, Shane. Okay, I am super dead. Um, <laughs> okay, so you guys book it. Even hauling the legs of this guy that come apart as he suits up his super steroids. Go <laughs> um, figure. You you still manage to get out of the office as it explodes. Unfortunately, Trent was the last one out the door. Trent takes six might damage. Ooh. I went back to and shut the door. You, you alive? <laughs> uh, barely. Yeah, he's on a three. To be fair, it takes a lot of damage to kill you guys. Yeah. You have to reduce all of your damage tracks to zero, all of your pools to zero. Um, but once you start taking, once one pool hits zero, it's a pretty quick cascade. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because it's like, did you take more damage to other pools? You get a bunch of negatives and stuff. Yeah, you get negatives, and then your other pools start going down. Chances are, those pools are the ones that you actually needed to spend to survive or run your powers off of. Yeah, okay. Uh, so they're probably already decreased. There's certainly be a death spiral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you are basically flung as this thing explodes. Um, with great force, not only does it take out the wall of the office, it takes the wall of the, it takes both the walls of the corner office out, uh, that were still remaining after it flew into the room in the first place through the window. Uh, it takes out the wall facing the cubicle farm. It takes out the wall facing the next office. (laughs) And then the office above it falls down onto it. Oh boy. And then all the sprinklers go off. Oh, we have hell. to leave. <laughs> yeah, man, but we got what we fucking need. Let's go. Do you want to just grab his wallet out of his pants so you're not hauling his legs around with you? Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. You have his wallet. Yeah. I figured that'd be easier than rifling through his pants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I saw imagine me going, fuck, it's hard to run in heels. Like, <laughs> you kick off the heels, I'm assuming. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is fucking horseshit. Uh, and as you're going down the stairs, the um, your normal form reasserts itself. Yeah. So you guys mark off those ciphers. They are your one-use items. Yep. Yeah, well, just... 
And I'm going to say that you will successfully escape in the chaos of a bomb going off. Though, you're definitely on surveillance footage now. <laughs> yeah, we definitely purposely made ourselves known for that. <laughs> the, Wes isn't, though. <laughs> yeah, sure ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Man, Wes, this clothing is really tight, though. <laughs> I'm really not looking forward to not being able to come back to this country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you book it the hell out. Uh, oh, yeah. What do you do after that? Um, as soon as we kind of get a, like a moment, like a street corner... He he said something, man, before he went away. Uh, he just gave me a name. What's the name? Moriarty, man. What? Like? Yeah, dude, Moriarty. Like, like the uh, the, the the bad villain in that uh, huge uh, Hugh Jackman uh, Sherlock Holmes flick. No, man, like the great villain in the books by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, and probably some fucking recursion somewhere, man. Oh man, shit. We need to report back. Uh, they gotta know this. Yes. Yeah. So you call back, and basically all that he, he that he tells you at first is just go to ground. This is a location. Go to ground there. Wait two days. We'll send someone to pick you up. Okay. All right. That's what we're doing. Roger. Boss. During which time, Cam, you'll be healed. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I get to heal? Yes. You'll recover all of your spent intellect points. I think that was a very, very good use of our... Uh... No, that was a good use of your ciphers there. That is exactly how you use them. I, I feel a little bit bad that you uh, that you and Shane both have ciphers that only work once you hit other recursions. Yeah. Shane's in the case of... Shane has to go through two recursion trips before he actually gets to use his cipher. Yeah. Or he'll just hold on to it for fucking forever until he finds one... Uh, one focus that's really fucking amazing. Yes. <laughs> um, while we're out for the two days, yep. Um, I'm gonna pop some Ambien from my medical kit and get out my Kindle, and I'm gonna read me some Sherlock Holmes. Okay, playing into idea. the fact that I adapted, uh, I adapted Will's focus out of a different one from the Cipher System core book called "Would Rather Be Reading." But it also fits. He's an academic guy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you guys just kind of lay low, uh, lick your wounds, and... Uh, okay, well, while we're laying low, we are uh, going through his, uh, Kobayashi's briefcase. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's actually all um, internal legal and um, financial documents concerning the uh, the Lion Banking Group. Because mm, they were legitimately shady as well as interdimensionally shady. And they're also legitimate. Oh, amazing. Yeah. They're busy. Oh, yeah, man. This is... It looks like what he actually did was he was their defense attorney. Mm. He was their in-house contract and defense attorney to uh, to lead their legal team to get them out of shit. Gotcha. Uh, so he had a lot of material. Now, you, you didn't get all of it. Like, you just no. got... He was pulling shit out of binders, and some of it he was shredding, other shit he was keeping. Yeah. It looks like some of the shit that he was keeping was some of the more incriminating stuff. Yeah, things that he might be able to use to his advantage. Yep. Um, I suppose also uh, between reading books and stuff, um, we've got some copies of Spiral Dust. Could I use some of the gear we pulled to see if I could figure out a bit more about it? Use, use my. You're not going to find out much more than what the estate knows already because you don't. Actually, yeah, you don't have a full proper lab for it. Yeah, I was just curious. We yeah. basically pulled surveillance equipment as opposed to a so, lab. Yeah. yeah. Um, after two days, so though, the equipment we ended up not using because we just blew using shit my strange lore. I need to try to figure out what this shit is in his home recursion. You're not really sure. No, there's it's, no way to know. No, it's no, it's one of those things where once again, if um, the estate would know. Yeah. Um, now, on a strictly out of game level, Derek's read the full adventure where it talks about where spiral dust comes from. And when I say that Spiral Dust literally comes out of a giant worm hiney, I am not kidding. Oh, oh yes. It's Slurm! Oh, oh see, I was going to go with it's the Spice Melange. That's what I thought with the blue and stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, yeah, oh, from it. it's, from a, it's, it's from a Doom recursion. Yeah, yeah, except my mind immediately went to Futurama. <laughs> They're both legitimate and highly respected forms of science fiction. And highly True. addictive. Um, but you don't know that in character. And I'm not actually running the Dark Spiral. Yeah. Which is good because you're not going to get beaten down by Space Iron Man. No good. <laughs> She's like level seven or eight. Oh jeez! It's it's kind of horrific. Her stats are awful. Mm -hmm. They're like uh. evil. Um. So anyway, Dark, uh, Director Keaton gets back in touch with you guys after two days, and he says, "Okay, 
Uh, you're gonna go to this location. Uh, you're gonna get on boat. The boat's gonna drop, gonna go off into international waters in the middle of the night, past some uh, Coast Guard frigates that are going to completely ignore you. And then you're gonna come into Seattle Harbor, and you are going to completely avoid the Port Authority because we have arranged things that way. And you're gonna come back into the uh, state campus. Bring everything that you have with you. Okay, boss. Yes, sir. So you do that. That takes another day and a half, just the, going through various skullduggery. Yeah. But you arrive back at the estate campus. You have a shower. You get a fresh set of clothes on. Keeping in mind that you guys' luggage was blown up when your car got hit. Yeah. So you've been wearing the same weird. clothes, yeah. except for like when you bought suits to go in I that place. I have actually been wearing for the last two days women's clothing. No, you haven't, because it doesn't fit no. you very well. <laughs> I, I insist on wearing women's underwear. I think it's very liberating. Well, okay then. Good for you. <laughs> I would not let you wear women's clothing, and for that matter, the when you wear women's clothing, the bullet wound I gave you is visible, and you are very self conscious about it. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Hey, man, you got. He wants to wear what he wants to wear, whatever, dude. No, but by that point, he just gets self conscious about the bullet wound and just wants to cover it up. Ah, gotcha. Anyways, well, okay then. We found out new and interesting things about Wes's character. <laughs> Whatever, man. You're welcome. And interesting, with air quotes. So you're brought in yeah. to uh, a conference room mm-hmm. to meet with Director Keaton and a couple of the other folks from the estate. Sure. And uh, Keaton says, look, we've uh, we had our cryptographers go through the cell phones and go through um, Walters' computer and his hard drive, and we found a fair bit of information it looks like he was also under Kobayashi before, which is probably why he died. He had suspicions that the spiral dust here was being supplied from Rook. Unfortunately, this is stuff that he didn't bother to actually send us because he was a few days out from his excommunication when he died. Did you, did you uh, report about Moriarty about those? Oh, uh, absolutely. That's worrying. There are a number of Sherlock Holmes recursions, assuming this isn't just someone using it as a cover name. And very few of them present Moriarty in a light of anything good. Well, well from, from the description that Dr. Fritz gave us when he uh, used premonition on the, on the dealer, it does seem to fit the description for Moriarty that would be from one of the Sherlock Holmes recursions. Unless he's a very big enthusiast. Well. Or he plays the part very well. (laughs) You have a good point there. Eric is looking up the description of something. (laughs) Oh my god, it's buried in the book. Ah, excellent. Well, the next step then, I think, is to follow the pieces of the puzzle. I know it's. I know you've just been on a mission, but are you willing to accept another one? Dude, I just want to know where this stuff's coming from. We can learn a lot about like how the whole thing works. Like, this is something that theoretically has like psychoactive and nootropic properties in its home recursion. Well, the mission I'm about to give you is not directly related to Spiral Dust itself. I want you to track this Moriarty down. Oh, oh, you mean the psycho killer that's like killed like half a dozen people. Now, that sounds amazing. <laughs> you guys have survived so far. And to you brought fair, us actionable intelligence. To be fair, half a dozen that we know about. Thanks, that makes me feel so much better. You're welcome. But You're I mean, welcome. that's more reason to try and stop this guy, man. Yeah, I'm no. a radio host, not some sort of action hero sidekick. But dude, it doesn't need all the action stuff, right? I helped that guy with his possible goiter, possible thyroid cancer. Well, what? I was chanting ladle at him? Yeah, but, like, otherwise, like, Richter would have shot him. Look at, look at Richter, man. Well, I know he would have shot him, bro. Dudes. He would have shot me, too, by the by. Anyways, sure, I'm still on leave. They think that I'm still in Vancouver on rehab. So, sure. That could take months. That could take months. I've got nothing going on either. <laughs> Detective McCree? I feel like this isn't going to be finished until we track down this Moriarty guy. Whoever, Whoever he, he may truly be. Okay. Well, 
with that in mind, I think it's time that you took the next step in your training with the estate. We need you to go to Rook and start investigating. Those are the most beautiful words I've heard in a long time. I'm giving you official permission to translate to Rook for this and to draw on what resources are necessary once you get there to begin looking into Moriarty's organization. Yes, sir. Cool. Uh, so, uh, very much like uh, Frodo Baggins when he needed to go to Mount Doom, I don't know the way. <laughs> well, that's okay, because we have people to show you that. Oh, that's He good. was just explaining that to us. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm All right. And to be honest, I'm actually very intrigued by this. I've been hearing stories about translations to other recursions. I'm very interested to see what what I'm going to become on the other side. Okay. All right. Well, get a good meal. Get some rest. Come back to this conference room for 8.30 tomorrow morning. I'll have one of our translation coaches here. And we'll send you on your way. All right. So, you go, you guys get good meals. Yeah. Oh, I get, like, the best meals. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what I'm going to be? I might be, like, a slug person. Who fucking knows, right? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I randomized your focuses. Yeah. <laughs> so you uh, you come back at eight thirty the next morning. Um, you're met by Director Keating and a woman. Uh, she is looks to be in maybe your fifties. Um, she's black. She has uh, her hair is cut very short, and she's wearing. Um, a uh, like a lab coat and just like a suit under it and this is Dr. Amanda Maya Dr. Maya is one of our translation coaches here <clears throat> she'll lead you through it and she has you basically shove the um, shove the conference table out of the way you ring your chairs um, they uh, move like a little side table in the middle of it, mm-hmm. and on it they have a couple various artifacts of Rook. You're going to use these objects and images to focus your translation. And Steric looks up the initiating translation section. You are good for that. I don't think we'll use a recursion key for this. And she talks you into uh, into a trance state. And she leads you in what is almost like a guided vision quest. Mm-hmm. And then... The whole process takes... Any PC can make the hastening check. Spinner hastening, yes. And because you have two spinners in the group, it only takes you about an hour to work through the trance state. Mm. Nice. And you actually feel yourself... Stretching outside of yourself as your quickened nature interacts with the strange and you start to flow into the dark energy network. And then... Ah. Shane comes in and his presence helps anchor you and helps ease the passage as you're going through. Um, there's a real stress to this whole translation process. Um, you're trying to keep your bodies calm, but your bodies are trying to be warped to translate into something that is understood by the recursion you're entering. Mm-hmm. And so you got your uh, your vector here just being like your rock in the corner. Just like, this is who we are, this is who you are, etc., etc., etc. And then you arrive. And it's kind of disorienting. But... That's where Will comes in as the paradox. And he helps you get that immediate sense of self. So you've anchored yourself through. You've held your bodies together. And now it's time. It's, it takes a while to separate your mind from this new person, this new history that this reality has presented for you. That you are literally filling in a piece of space 
that suddenly has history, it has biology, it has connections to the world around it. All of your equipment is altered to fit it. And now, gentlemen, you have your envelopes. In each of your envelopes is three folded pieces of paper. Reach inside and randomly choose one. Do not look inside your envelope as you are picking. Uh, I will tell you when to uh, unfold your papers. There's actually multiple pieces there. Yep. Nope. nope, it's just a long one. Okay. The, the One of yours uh, had a particularly long description. Sure. Yeah, I think mine's long, too. Okay, can we grab one, too, or... No. Okay. Don't 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 look at it yet. Okay. Okay. Now then, as you are as you enter here, you become new people. You have all decided to uh, pick a new focus for this recursion. We'll open it up and tell us you are a strange paradox who aspires to be post-human. You have telekinetic abilities. I do. Uh, <laughs> exert telekinetic force with might pool 10 and might edge 1, effort 2. Can move or attack things with psychic force. Lasts one hour or until the might pool is depleted. Yep. Um, basically, what you are, um, the person that you are becoming. And you actually come out dressed very handsomely in these really like futuristic clothes. And you are someone who actually aspires to be this like super evolved, hyper evolved human with like full control over their mental powers. Yeah. And Wes. Oh, Wes, I hope you got the funny one. I gave you a special one. Resides in silicon. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> you got the funny one. Hey, tier one, your mind is uploaded to a silicon chip inside a droid. <laughs> Might reduced to five. Moved by levitating. You were ignored in combats by opponents. Stealth checks are at a minus one difficulty. You have a very bright flashlight. You can interface directly with technology. That's awesome. You are a really, really mouthy floating drone. You know who I am? Mike the TV! Oh dear god. No. I was actually thinking of what mouthy TVAs. I was thinking of a mouthy BB-8, but... bucket or nothing for the low, low price of 99 <laughs> So, yeah, okay, that's a thing. Shane? Okay. <laughs> I don't even need to describe what Wes turns into. He's a little drone. <laughs> uh... You, Shane, right. you are a tough vector who... Adapts to any environment. Tier 1, plus 1 armor to all attacks, plus 1 to all recovery rolls. Yep, that plays up well, you being tough. Um, pretty much. <laughs> you show up, you are in almost like explorer clothing for this world. Um, cool. You are in loose, easily adaptable clothing. Um, as your character is on a road to actually uh, to be bioengineered to survive in any environment. Nice. Okay, Cam, let's see what one you got. Okay. You are a poker face spinner who... Controls nanomachines. Tier 1, 1 intellect point <laughs> plus... One to infest more areas. Produce small clouds of nanomachines. Every person or object covered can be tracked by you for ten hours. Burn up the nanomachines to deal three damage. He can uh, basically breathe force a cloud of nanomachines onto people that lets him track them, or the nanomachines can fucking explode. Sounds like a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds amazing. It does sound amazing, doesn't it? <laughs> so... Uh, Will became more mindy. Mm-hmm. Wes became a robot. <laughs> well, no, it's not exactly a robot. It's a it's a silicon drone that's based on biotech. Yeah. Shane, I more or less stayed the same. Shane just became tougher. Yeah. <laughs> and Camp got nano machines, and you find yourselves standing. Um. In the in an open courtyard of what I can only describe as cybertech slash biopunk Hong Kong, where there are these huge, like giant spires just lifting up into the air, uh, interconnected with bridges, and on the street that you're on, there are trundling vehicles. Some of them are biological in nature, some of them are mechanical. Uh, there are people hawking various goods. There are literal chop shops. And we're just going to end this game as you're staring off into this strange city where you actually understand some basic facts that we'll get into next time. So, for Terrible Warriors and the end of the fourth episode of our long-form The Strange Campaign, I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse, and I've been your GM for this evening. To my left... 
Will Mitchell, Wes Gunn, Shane Fitzgerald, Cameron Dunn. Come on back, y'all. It just gets stranger from here. Be seeing you. The Terrible Warriors has new episodes out every Monday and Thursday. And the strange knows all. For it brought our investigators to a cyberpunk world. And the same time that we decided to run a cyberpunk campaign, we'll be running in Toronto on Mondays, The Sprawl. That'll be coming out soon, but not before we return to the world of Ravenloft. Return to us on Thursday, this time next week, because the Edmonton crew has something a little different. They'll be showing you the world of Pugmire for glory, for sausages. And if you like what you're hearing, and if you don't like what you're hearing, and if you just want to say hi, you can contact us at any time. Feedback at TerribleWarriors.com. Find us on Twitter at DiceWarriors. The Strange will return in two weeks' time, and honestly, at this point, your guess is as good as mine about what happens next. But until next time, thanks for listening to the Terrible Warriors. <laughs>